Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop, bringing you, of course, the best in half Scottish, half American accents since 1994. That's not my age, by the way. That's when I first came to the United States, which is a long time ago. And I was a lot better looking back then. Anyway, this week's episode is something that I see talked about frequently, right? And often kind of portrayed as an answer for people, right? So what I hear a lot of is be in the now, be present. I mean, if you just think about that, it's a kind of weird thing to say, be here, be in the now. The reality of that is, and if you've read all my books, you'll know I've mentioned this at least two times. You're always here. You're always in the present. You're just not always here for what's here. So I'll say that again. You're always here. You're just not always here for what's here. So what does that mean? Well, it means that you're here, but your mind is on something else. Now, it's not that your mind is somewhere else. It's still fucking here. It's just on something else. Your mind is focused on something other than what's in front of your face. So your mind is focused on maybe what's been, what happened yesterday, what happened last month, what happened eight months ago, what happened 10 years ago. Your mind could be there. You could be rattling through those same familiar thoughts. Okay. Could be a letter you got two days ago. Nobody fucking gets letters anyway, but you know what I'm talking about. An email or a text or a bill. It's on your mind. Or you could be concerned for the future. So your mind is on that. Your mind is on what's going to happen next week or what's going to happen later this year or what's going to happen if you don't do X, Y, or Z and how this is going to turn out in the future and blah, 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 blah. You're not here for what's here. You're fucking here. You're just not dealing with what's in front of your face. And that can be a major problem. That can be a major issue, especially if you have children or you have a job that requires you to operate at a high level of attentiveness or you're trying to write a book or 
engage in something that requires you to pay significant attention to. So being here for what's here begins with something called curiosity. You're not curious about the life you have. You're too wrapped up in the life you had or the life you want. You're not curious about the life you have. You're not curious about the people in your life beyond what you already know about them or what you already understand about them. You're not curious about your workmates. You're not curious about your boss. You're not curious about your sister. You're not curious about yourself. You're not curious about your children. Not curious. With your kids, you're mostly just trying to make sure you don't fuck this up. There's no curiosity about life itself. There's no wonder. No, no, like being in wonder of something. And I want you to know, as a practice, this is something I take on a lot in life. Like, I, I'm the same as you insofar as you're a human being and I'm a human being. Therefore, my brain goes to the future. My brain goes to the past. It does that. But I have a pretty rigorous practice now of getting myself here for what's here. My sons are getting ready to go to school. I'm there for that. I'm not getting my fucking knickers in a twist about what's happening later today. I'm there for that. But my sons are having their dinner. I'm there for that. My wife and I are there for that. Just that. That's all we're here for. We're not here for anything else. There's no fucking phones involved. It's like, I'm there for them. I want this. I want this moment with them. I want to experience this life. Not the life I had before. I don't need to experience that again. I experienced that before. I don't need to try and experience the future. Why? Because I'll be there for that when it arrives. And we have this kind of weird relationship to the past, the present, and the future. Like, we relate to them all like they're real. But only one of them's real. We relate to the past, the present, and the future like they're all the same. Two are ghosts. One is real. And yet we afford them the same attention or kind of attention. That is to say, there's huge waves of your life that you're living in no reality. You're in no reality. There's nothing real about sitting there wondering about what's going to happen. It's not real. You're in the fucking future app. And then the same with what's been. Worried. Still guilty about, ashamed of what's been. You're in the past app. And all the while, you're cashing in the present. No curiosity. No wonder. No engagement. No aliveness. You're not acting on anything. You're just responding to life while compelled to let yourself drift off. So, yeah, you're fucking here. You're always here. You're just not always here for what's here. So how do you break out of that cycle? I hear you ask. Well, I'll fucking tell you. How you break out of that cycle is by reminding yourself that you're in it. Take the case, right? Whether it's true or not, I don't fucking care. Take the case that you are checked out.
That's it. Take the case that you're checked out. And if you take the case that you're checked out, not like, well, sometimes I'm checked out, Gary, and sometimes I'm not. No, just take the fucking case that you're checked out, checked out, okay? Let's start there. I am checked out. Well, how do I get checked in? How I get checked in is I remind myself to get checked in. How might someone do that? You might put a post-it note on your bathroom mirror. You might put a reminder in your phone, a little alarm that goes off three times a day or four times a day or eight times a day or every hour or whatever that reminds you to be here for what's here. So there you are. You're going about your business, pumping gas into your car, and your phone goes bleep. And you look down there, it says, be here for what's here. You're standing there in the middle of that gas station forecourt. You look up at the sky. You look at the clouds. And you look at the people. And you get present. Suddenly, in a moment, you're here for what's here. All that other shit about what you're about to do, how your day's supposed to go, it disappears. You're finally here for what's here. Or you go to meet your mom for lunch and you're worried about your power bill or your rent. And then your little phone goes off again. Be here for what's here. And you look at her and you smile and you say to her, I really value this time with you. I love you. You're important to me. Those moments, you can't fucking buy those moments. That's what it looks like to be here for what's here, to be connected to what's right in front of your face, good or bad, even if it's some negative experience. Yeah, be there for that. Be there for that. Get what it is to be a human being. You don't get to fucking cherry pick this thing. It's not all fucking goody, goody, goody. It doesn't work that way. You get to have the whole experience of what it is to be a human being. The whole experience. That's your job. To be here for what's here. Sometimes it's empowering. Sometimes it's not. But that's your job. To get connected. Find a way to get yourself connected to real life. Not your story, not your drama, not your upset, but what's actually happening in this moment. Do it right now. Take a look around you. Let yourself be here for what's here. Listen to these words. Connect. Connect with reality. You know, I'll often have people say to me, you know, what I'm saying isn't connected to reality. Or that's not reality. Reality is a subjective experience. It's a subjective experience. Your experience of reality is not the same as your cat's. So which one is right? Well, they both are. They're both in the eye of the beholder. And sometimes it helps to be able to disseminate Reality from story and drama. It helps to be able to catch your own narrative. 
to see the story you're building. I recently had a conversation with somebody. And in the moments before we talked about reasons, excuses, and justifications. And suddenly they're going off about their reasons, their excuses, and their justification. And I'm looking at them like, we just fucking talk about this. And then I remember your reasons, your excuses, your justifications. They don't seem like reasons, excuses, and justification. It seems like you're telling me, quote, unquote, the truth. All of which will get you disconnected from being here for what's here. It'll get you disconnected from the wonder of being alive rather than the prediction of being alive, which is how most people live. Most people live predicting the moment, predicting future moments, recollecting past moments, and on and on and on. Be here for what's here. All right, you guys, I'm going to take a break. As usual, if you want to participate in a future show, so if you've got a question for me, right, or something that's been on your mind about your life that you'd like some clarity about, if you have a show topic that you'd like me to touch upon, or just some conundrum, right, some question about the element of life or element of yourself or what it is to be a human being or blah, 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 646-450-3203. Call up, get on your phone, 646-450-3203, and leave me a voicemail on the hotline. Or you can actually text me on that hotline, which I fucking love. I love getting the texts. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. You're right there. Or you can email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. Or you can reach me at the website, unfucknation.com. Go to unfucknation.com. There's a little form you can fill out. You throw your name in there and the point you want to make. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And right after this, we're going to take our question from the nation. Hold it right where you are. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the second part of the show. This is the part of the show, of course, where we take our question from a member of the nation. But before we get into it, I got a couple of little in-house things that I want to take care of here. One is there's some behind-the-scenes stuff going on at the Unfuck store where we have T-shirts and sweatshirts and cool shit like that. So we are working on 
what's going on behind the scenes there. So it's going to take us a little bit here, maybe another few weeks, until we're all fully squared away and up to date. But we do plan on adding new items there, new t-shirts, hats, mugs, things like that. So you got to just kind of hang with me while I'm doing that. I haven't forgotten about all you people that are waiting for something to add to your Unfuck Nation collection. Also, you know, I spoke a couple of weeks ago about the possibility of a state of the nation conference. And I'm doing it. I'm going to fucking do it. The feedback has been overwhelming, actually, to be honest. Like an awful lot of people go back to me privately on the Instagram page also, on the Facebook page, and a bunch of emails and DMs and stuff like that too. So I'm going to do it. And it's going to be in Florida. Okay. So for those of you that are in the United States, you're going to have to include a flight and a hotel and your planning. You're probably going to need a weekend. So you should probably arrive here on a Friday, leave on a Sunday night or a Monday morning. And it's going to be all day Saturday and most of the day Sunday. Okay. And the outline is basically me and the nation. That's it. I'm not bringing in any other speakers. I'm not going to ask you to fucking buy shit when you get here. There's nothing for sale. Unless you ask me to bring t-shirts and shit, which we might do. But I'm not, you know, it's not to get you to do courses and all kinds of junk like that. It's an opportunity for us to come together to talk about what matters. And for some of you to get directly coached by me live and in person. Okay. But I promise you, whether you're going to come along on your own, or you're coming as part of a group of people, and I know there's a bunch of people who said that, they're already setting up their Unfuck Nation crusade, if you like, coming here to Florida next September, September 2022. All COVID-related issues taken care of, by the way. What I mean by that is, obviously, everything we're going to do is going to be within the guidelines for live events, okay? I do not plan on having this be a fucking like 5,000 person event, okay? I plan on having this be maximum 1,000 people, preferably in that kind of 500 range would work best for me. You're going to have to keep your eyes and ears peeled because over the next month or so, I'll be talking about it a little more as we're putting it together here behind the scenes. But the intention is uh, to have everyone together in Florida for the first time ever in September of 2022. Get your shit together. Make sure you're one of those people. There'll be something going up on the website about it. You'll be able to go in there, put down a small deposit, reserve your seat, and then you'll have, you know, a certain amount of time to get your ticket paid off. Ticket price are not going to be crazy, okay? I'm going to be as reasonable as possible if I look at the things that I've got to get set up on this end of thing and the people that I've got to hire to get it done. This is not a simple thing to do. It's very complex. And as you know, I'm not fucking Tony Robbins. I don't have all those resources. So I'm going to make this as affordable and as powerful and as the kind of life-changing event that I feel as if these events really can be. So anyone, keep that in mind too. But I want to get to this week's question from the nation. And this was a voicemail that came in. This is from someone called Colby. So Colby said, I've been overweight since I was a little kid and made fun of a lot in school for it. As I read, stop doing that shit. I figured out 
This played a big part of my conclusions about myself, life, and others. I consciously choose to be someone healthy and fit, but every time I find some insight in what I need to do, my conclusions scream louder and louder in my head. All right. For those of you that have never read, stop doing that shit. You might not even understand what the fuck Colby's talking about here. So you should, uh, I don't know, get yourself a copy. Stop doing that shit. Finally breaks down your internal mechanism. Okay. Like what it's really doing and why it's there and the whole thing. Okay. But, you know, we all had that experience in our life of seemingly like our internal noise, the little voice in your head. You know, whatever you want to fucking call it. Some of you have actually got a name for it, which I find at least amusing. It seems to kind of get louder the more you turn your life towards what you want, right? And that ultimately is what self-sabotage is. Self-sabotage is when you see something for your life and you start to operate in a way that you have that thing in your life. And then there's just some noise in your head that makes you just want to throw a fucking hand grenade in it. That is the the whole notion of self-sabotage. Why do we self-sabotage? Well, as I explained, and stop doing that shit, but I'm going to do it again here. You are wired for things to be predictable. And even if the predictable is fucking bullshit, you'll be drawn to it. And if you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, if you look at your repetitive behaviors, you're drawn to them. So to suddenly reinvent yourself, and this is obviously for Colby here, but for fucking everybody to reinvent yourself. You're going against the grain. What grain? Your internal grain, the way you've turned out. So that's why when people say, you know, it's not easy. Well, yeah, of course it's not fucking easy. And, you know, to be honest, it's a little annoying when people say, yeah, very good guy, but that's not easy. So fucking what? So fucking what if it's not easy? And? I think that's part of the issue that we have at times is in our mind, you know, it's supposed to be easy or certainly easier, certainly easier. Like it should be easier to lose weight. It should be easier to be in a good relationship with somebody. It should be easier to, you know, save my money. It should be easier to find a job, start a business, that, 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 that. And it's fucking not. It's not. It's not easy, but I usually find, and it comes back to that little nugget again, right? We've talked about this in other episodes too. What you're really bumping up against is how you think this should be or how you even expected this to be. So to turn your life around, you turn your life around in actions, small actions, what actions? The actions that are consistent, the actions that line up with, the actions that are representative of the life you're after. That's the action. So in your case, Colby, it might be, you know, and I don't know what you do, right? But typically what you eat, you eat something else. Typically what you do, you do something else. Typically you get up at, I don't know, 10 a.m., get up at 8 a.m. Typically get up at 8 a.m., try getting up at 6. Like you're out to introduce new behaviors into your life that are more consistent with the life you're after. not the life you have. And ultimately, that's the choice each of you has every day. You're either going to take the fucking actions that line you up with the future, or you're going to do again, again today, 
what you do every fucking day that keeps the life you have in existence. And that's what it comes down to. All the internalizing, all the fucking personal conundrum, all of the fucking painstakingly working your way through your fucking past traumas. And and it's not like that stuff isn't real. I mean, I know it's real, but it still comes down to the same things. If you want to change your life, you must change what you do. You cannot do what you've always done and things to somehow turn out differently. And by the way, that includes changing how you feel. You must do differently. If you're like, well, you know, I don't feel very confident. You can't keep taking those actions. I just don't feel very inspired. You can't keep taking those actions. I'm not motivated. You can't keep taking those actions. And on and on. I want love in my life. Take the fucking actions. And all too often, you know, we get disheartened because, you know, the results aren't quick. Or I'm still having those old thoughts. Yeah, you are going to have those fucking old thoughts. Where do you think they're going? On vacation? Do you think you can just jump on a fucking Expedia and book out a one-way ticket to fucking Hawaii? No! You're going to have those thoughts. They're there. But that's when you start to realize, like, those thoughts in you are not the same. You're allowed to have negative thoughts and do positive things. And I know for some of you, I just blew your fucking mind because you've spent your life searching for positivity or the kind of positivity that works for you or you're exhausted by the constant need to be positive. Now, you can be fucking negative and do positive shit. How do I know? I do it every fucking day. I mean, not every day, but a lot of days. A lot of days I'm not feeling it. A lot of days that little noise in my head is like, no, don't want to. It's too much. I'm exhausted. And you, and you, and you, and you, and you. Mine's the same. It's not like in my fucking head there's like, you know, a heavenly harp playing in the background with images of fucking blue swallows and fucking rainbows and fairy dust. It's all fucking horseshit up there, just like it is with you. I'm not any different. I'm the same as you. I'm the same as you, Colby. You're the same as me. Then what's the difference? Anytime that noise comes in my head, I know what the fuck it is. I don't need to be able to brain scrape to find out what the fuck that is. I know what it is. It's that same noise. It's there all the fucking time. It's there mostly, by the way, or certainly louder, when I'm engaging in things that are uncomfortable or uncertain, or in one way or another, risky or out of the norm of my everyday life. Why does the noise get louder then? Because there's a big thing at risk. And nobody will ever fucking tell you this, but here's the truth. What's at risk is the you that you've become. And it's worse than risk, actually. It's under threat. Your persona, your ego. The Colby that you know is threatened by the Colby you could be. So what does it do? It gets fucking noisy. It kicks a fit. And then the logic kicks in. You know, it seems like, well, it's not a good time, or maybe I should do something else. Or Your old life fights the good fight all the way down the fucking tube with you. Your old life isn't going without a fight. <laughs> And why should it? Because in terms of your brain, the brain recognizes that life and that you as 
survival. Of course, all those bells would ring. Of course, the fucking whistles would go off and the alarm would go off. And in your head, you're like, like all the same familiar thoughts, feelings. You're compelled to behave in the same way. You know, I went through a period there a while back. I was getting up in the night and I'd get hungry. And I'd go into the fridge and I would, I would eat something, just a snack, just something. Right? Just a fucking snack. Maybe a half a sandwich. A cookie. Whatever, right? Even a bowl of cereal. I remember I did that a couple of times. But I would wake up in the morning, I'd feel like shit. I'm like, what's going on with me? Like, what's and I noticed it was becoming like almost every fucking night I was doing. I would get up about the same time at 2:30, wander in there, everyone's asleep. Nibble, nibble. Six minutes later, back in bed, fall asleep. All good. But not so much. Now I'm like fucking nine pounds heavier. Like, what the hell's going on with me? So I thought, okay, I'm going to fucking stop this shit. So th- at the beginning, I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to sleep my way through. I'm going to wake up, acknowledge what I'm doing, hear the little noise, go back to sleep. No, no, not so fucking fast, Mr. Scotsman. No, because then I'd fucking lie there, like thoughts racing in my fucking head. So what did I do? Well, and you know what I'll do? I'll get up. I'll open the door of the fridge and I'll look in there and I'll stand there and look at it. And then I'll have a glass of water and then I'll go to bed. And it was fucking hard. Like, oh my gosh. Just fucking stand there looking at that fridge going, just a bit of cheese. Just a bit. Of, and the noise was there and I could hear the fucking noise. And the, maybe just some of that, some of that fucking ham. That'll do. Just, a, I mean, how's that going to do me any? I mean, it's just a bit of ham. And I realized like I was going down this fucking pathway. So then I must have done this for about a good two or three weeks. I'd get up at 2.30, I'd have a glass of water, I would switch on the television, play with the dog, and go back to bed. And it must have been on for about two weeks, to the point now where I don't wake up anymore. I just sleep right through it. So in other words, not only did I have to interrupt the behavior, but I had to get up to, and actually do something. I had to get up, take the water, play with the dog, watch about a TV, go back to bed. Get up, drink some water, play with the dog, watch some TV, and back to my fucking bed. Abba, 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 night after night after night for about two weeks. Until I would lie there and go, water, nah, fuck it, I'm tired. So it's easy to slip into these patterns. It's not easy to always break them up. And you should expect that it'll be noisy in your head. You should expect that viscerally, emotionally, physiologically, you will experience the draw, the pull to get back to that old way. And it lacks integrity for you to go back to that old way. It lacks integrity. You're out to build your integrity, Colby. You're out to build your reliability with yourself. And if you want to know what the challenge is, that's the fucking challenge right there. And it's the right challenge. It's the one you want. You want the challenge of knowing yourself as someone who says it and fucking does it. All right, you guys, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you for being a member of the nation. As usual, if you want to participate in a future show, 646-450-3203. Email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com or go to the website, unfucknation.com and leave your little message there for me. All right, you guys. Have a great one. See you on the flip side.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 